When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the second episode of our Random Character Creation Series, everyone. We hope you've been enjoying the chaos from the first episode because there is certainly more of that coming up in this episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but don't worry. Next episode, we start making a lot of sense about all of this. But before we get to that, here's what to expect in our call to action at the end of the show. It is the start of week three of our Patreon drive. You can join us back here to find out how that's going, what sorts of things we have coming up for it, as well as a reminder about the fundraising walk to help fund the organization that I work for. We'll have more details in the show notes as well. If you're able to help us out, check out patreon.com slash character creation cast. We don't have any new patrons since our last recording, unfortunately, but we'd very much like to thank more of you. We'll be thanking our existing patrons during the call to action as normal, as well as our other standard podcast sign-offs. We have a lot more planned for these coming months, so stay tuned. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and for those of you that have supported us for the last five years. We'll see you back here at the end of the show. Enjoy this next episode in our Random character series, everyone. time on Character Creation Cast, Amelia and I were rolling up random characters on multiple random tables from random books, and we were having a blast. Our first character was a goblin book dealer who was trying to break into the slam poetry battles to retrieve her book, and her name was Justine. Our second character was a drow street magician who had an army of armored undead skeletons that she used in her stage show as props. And her name was Jaslyn. We're picking up right where we left off last time. Enjoy. All right, should we start another character? Let's start another character. All right. I love this party that we're making so far. I know, it's great. Um... So I believe it is your turn to roll origin story. All right, here we go. All right, so for the origin, uh, this is a four. Ooh. What kind of dice are uh, you rolling with? Oh, that's a good question. I accidentally rolled the same die as before, but I'm gonna I'll keep it for this one. Okay. Uh, it's my space dice. Um, okay. But this is going to be our after the bomb character list. Mutant animals. Mutant animals. Okay. I sense the excitement in your voice, Amelia. I know. Uh, <laughs> so this is from After the Bomb 2nd Edition, page 15. There is a table of type of animal, full list. So this is a percentile roll. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the um, the blue and purple. It's almost like the bisexual flag colors um, dice 
uh, that my wife had gotten me. I love it. They are gorgeous. I love these dice. So the type of animal, it is a mammal. So I go to the mammal What did you roll to get mammal? A 22. Sorry about that. That's okay. So I got to go to my full list of mammals. 90. 90 translates to a tree porcupine person. Tree porcupine. So we got a tree porcupine person. Okay. What is a tree yeah. porcupine? Um, I'm guessing it's a porcupine that lives in a tree. Oh, well, I want to know. Is that a, a different species? It's from the mutant of, uh, mutants of Down Under, uh, so I'm wondering if it's native to Australia. Uh, okay. It looks a lot like a regular porcupine, but it oh, does a- have a prehensile tail. It does have a prehensile tail. Oh, these things are adorable. It's Australian. It's going to kill you. It's probably... <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Um, so yeah, it's a, so look up tree porcupine if you're curious about that listeners. Um, and that this is what this person looks like only human sized. Mm-hmm. They are herbivores. Oh, okay. Okay. That's Cute. creepy. <laughs> okay. Let's roll for class. Roll for class. Um, I think I am going to use my pink elvish dice here. That's a good choice. So now I'm rolling a D8. I got an eight. Eight. Oh, multi-class. Roll twice. Roll twice. I got a two. All right. This is one of the Thirsty Thirsty Sword Lesbian Plays books combined with. Combined with. Got another eight. So do we want to like multi-multi-class or should we Yeah, multi-multi-class. This is three classes. We'll smush them together. See what happens. It's another eight. Another eight. Four classes. I'm not. That's too much. That's too many. <laughs> Veto. Can I get different Elvish dice? Where's my Those are too dice? good. These ones are bugging me. Here. Four. Okay. That's another Call of Cthulhu occupation. And a three. And a three, which is a Passion de las Passiones playbook. Okay. Oh, fun. Okay. So let's uh, let's roll our TSL uh, playbook first. All right. For our TSL playbook, there are 19 playbooks. Yeah, so 1d20. I got a three. Three is the devoted. This is somebody that's very devoted to uh, a cause or somebody else, I believe. should probably look that up and figure it out. (laughs) Uh, Call of Cthulhu occupations is a d100. Mm Mm-hmm. I got an 83. 83 for Call of Cthulhu translates to a shopkeeper. That's fun. And for those playing along at home and uh, for both of us, the devoted is a selfless protector committed to a person or a cause. Their central conflict lies in pitting this devotion against self-care. Okay. And for... Passion. Passion. Passiones. 1d6. Sorry. I got a two, which is El Caballero. El Caballero. Interesting. The person who handles things head on. That fits very well for a devoted. I don't think so at all, but Well, I mean they're they're a selfless protector. They will they will protect things very directly. Oh yeah, I think so. that's fair. I was thinking El Jefe, not Caballero. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> got it. 
Okay. So we have multi-classed to a devoted shopkeeper who deals with things head on. I like this. Okay. Right. Okay. So now traits and personalities. I'll give us a I'll give us a D6 to start us off there. Okay. Um, that is a four. So that translates to a two, two traits and personalities. That's going to be rolling a D6 on those. Okay. Pull out, uh, let's see, pink and purple sound like good colors for this character. A one and a two. All right. So one is the D&D random trait, and two is Sentinel Comics personality. All right. I will roll Sentinel Comics. Uh, I have that book right here. All right, and I'll get the D&D random trait. Oh, no. That's interesting. Okay. So for our D&D random trait, I rolled a 92. Uh Uh-huh. That translates to cruel. Oh, boy. That's interesting. That is very interesting. It makes sense. I can see it. I rolled a 13, um, which... Translates to analytical. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting vibe from this character so yeah, far. This is strange. Okay. Um, this is a strange porcupine. <laughs> kind of prickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So now we get to do our backstory. Yes, a D2 plus one. Try me to do the D2. Yeah, mine's still on the floor. Trying to like properly flip it, not just drop it. All right, I got a one. So, since we said what backstory? So, yep. Backstory. So that translates to two backstories. All right. And to get backstories, we are rolling a d10 twice. So, would you like to roll one? I'll roll one. Sure. Oh, I got, I got a ten. I so got I get to roll two, twice. Two. So you got a ten. So for the 10, that translates to two more rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a one and a two. <gasps> Villainous Origins. <laughs> and uh, two motivations from the Ultimate Random Encounters book. Okay. Kind of fitting that we got Villainous Origins when, it's, when it rolled us a cruel on the, uh, yeah. the traits. And then, uh, okay. So actually, I have all of these books, so. Yes. Uh, what would you like me to roll, if any? Um, you can roll for Villainous Origins. Please roll me a d20. Sure. That's an 18. An 18. They are the monarch of a rival kingdom and hope to see this one extinguished. Oh. Dang. <laughs> it's, got, it's got hardcore. Um, they are shopkeepers, so it could be like a kingdom of shops, like a, you know, like a like a chain of shops, or, well, or we won't know like that until we do world building. I know. Okay, and then ultimate random encounters here. Yep, we got some motivations coming. Motivation. This is a D one hundred roll. Yeah. What? Page one forty eight of the ultimate random encounters. All right. Roll that D100. All right, here we go. First one comes up as a three. This character offers to buy a bard's loot 
only to smash it to bits. <laughs> this is a very evil character. <laughs> All right. Amazing. One more. They feel that if they see the ocean, they will be drawn into it and changed fundamentally, so they avoid large bodies of water at all costs. Oh, that's weird. Okay. I mean, I I avoid large bodies of water uh, water myself because, you know. Because we know more about the surface of Mars than we know about the floor of the ocean. Yeah. It hurts my brain. Okay. Interesting. Let's roll some flair. Let's do some flair. For flair, we need a D4 plus one. So let's see what we get here. I rolled a one. Okay, so two flair. Okay, two flair. Um, and we are rolling a D10. Yep. I got a two. Okay, Temple of a Thousand Swords. Good start. Yes. And a five. And a five. Roll again and roll twice on the rolled table. Okay, roll again and roll twice on whatever table we get, right? Yep. I got a 10. I'll roll twice and roll again. Or roll again and then roll twice. That's what I meant. Another 10. Another 10. Oh, goodness. Another 5. <laughs> oh, no. What's happening? Get a different die. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out how much we're up to. So 10 and 10 um, were the two rolls. And one of those 10s was a 5. So that's no, another. I, I wrote it down. On on here, so that was so we rolled a five. That's rolled twice. Ten is rolled well, twice. Ten is rolled twice. Five is rolled twice. Oh yeah. Okay. So so we have to roll on table number three. Divers trinkets. No. What we should do is okay. So the five said whatever we roll next, we roll twice. We rolled a ten. So that means we have to roll again twice. They both say the same thing. They say roll again and roll twice on the yes. rolled table. Yes. Right. So, so we have to for roll. Th- for that first 10 that we got, we had to roll that one twice. We have to roll again t- two times. No. And for our two roll agains, we got a 10 and a 5. So that means we roll again another no, two times. No, I'm not going to sit here and roll like eight times <laughs> and then roll like 25 <laughs> times on that table. We really only I have to roll, roll one more time. four times on table three. Okay. Yeah. That's what okay. I'm gonna do. I was thinking just roll one more D ten and see. I'm not gonna like keep doubling and doubling it and double it. Like no, no. No, it's not double, double, double. It's we Ryan, got down to I'm doing it this way. <laughs> because okay. I'm not gonna like say I rolled a ten and so now I'm gonna roll a, another one and then roll twice on that one and but then I got a five out of ten on my roll twice, so then I have to roll each <laughs> of those two more times. That's exponentially ridiculous. Here's what that is. I'm going to roll four times on table yeah. number three. Okay? Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Table number three is Better a D100. Another two swords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> five. Yes. We also have to do Temple of a Thousand Swords, which I yes. also have right here. Okay. So which one do you want to roll on? Um, well, You can do the Thousand Swords because I know you like that a lot. I do. Um, And then I'll do two of the... Trinkets, you do two of the others. Okay. Temple of a Thousand Swords. I got a 43. Okay. Which is 
a stone sword. Ooh. All right. The diver's trinkets. Which, interesting that they have four driver, diver's trinkets and they are afraid of getting drawn. To, maybe they're afraid to get drawn into the ocean because of all the diver's trinkets that they have. We will see. We'll see. So my first roll was a 71. Okay. A 71 is random major arcana. Do you have a tarot deck with you? I do. Okay. Um, here we go. Has to be one of the major arcanas. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's all uh, separated out, that it did not mix the entire deck together. Okay, stop at these. So I've got my custom Sailor Moon tarot deck mm-hmm. that has all sorts of different characters, hand-drawn by some artist on Etsy. Mix them up a little bit here. And they got the Empress. All right. So we have an Empress tarot card. Interesting that a uh, monarch would have the Empress tarot card. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. You want to roll again? Yeah. 73. An official Boy Scout compass. Hmm. Interesting. And I rolled a 20. Which was a bright blue jerry can, which reads potable water. Hmm. And I'm going to roll again. I got a 71. So it's another major arcana. Oh, I just put those away. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I can roll again because I feel like it's more interesting to have different stuff. It is. Okay, so I rolled a 64. Okay. Which is a rubber band ball. Six inches across. Huh. That's a big rubber band ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What an interesting character. Okay. Let's pick a name. Yeah, let's do it. D3, please. D3, coming at you. It is a one. All right. That is the old school baby name Bible. All right. This is the 590 some odd pages. Yep. Yep. Uh, Okay. So... D1000 divided by three. Um, so what I'll do. Because it's about 600 pages. So Yeah. Yes, yeah. So I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a D6 minus one for the hundreds page. Mm-hmm. And a D100 for the others. I love it. Love it. Okay. So 370. All right. So that is a masculine name. Okay. Mm, roll me a... D20. Okay. 14. Decker. Decker. Interesting. Let's talk about Decker. Decker. <laughs> yes. Um, so Decker is a, a mixed between a tree porcupine and a person. Mm-hmm. It's a prehensile tail. A bit prickly. A bit prickly, yep. Um Decker is um, devoted shopkeeper caballero. So they're selfless protector, a shopkeeper, and they deal with things head on. But they are also cruel and analytical. Yeah. Um, they are the monarch of a rival kingdom. We don't even know what the first kingdom is, so I'm not going to, you know. Uh-huh. But they are hoping to extinguish this one. Um, they offered to buy a bard's loot only to smash it to bits. 
And they have a fear that if they see the ocean, they will be drawn into it and forever changed. So they avoid large bodies of water. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a stone sword, but they also have several trinkets from divers. Yeah. Or from the bottom of the ocean. Um, A Empress tarot card, um, an official Boy Scout compass, which... Mm -hmm whatever the Boy Scouts Scouts are in this world, Mm -hmm. Um, a can of potable water, Mm -hmm. and a rubber band ball that is six inches across. Okay. Interesting. So what if this is a monarch that has gone undercover as a shopkeeper in this kingdom? Okay. So they're they're, um, pretending to be a shopkeeper, trying Mm -hmm. to sow seeds of... Um, distrust, yeah. discontent, yeah. Okay. In the in the populace, uh, because who 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 better than a person that owns your local shop that you buy your general goods from mm-hmm. to uh, to talk rumors and stuff with? Yeah. So they they are doing that as part of their devotion. Um, for dealing with things head on, though, mm-hmm. that's a like. Yeah, it's not really a spy. No, it's it's very subterfugey in that respect. But like, how do? Maybe it's because they're doing it themselves. Mm, maybe. Like they could have set up some one of their subjects to do this, but like they're like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. You know, the pull pull a Thanos. Yeah. Well, and they really, like, that analytical part is, like, I think they want to make sure that all of the information is correct. Yeah. Get that first-hand info. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I think we'll have to know a little bit more about the kingdom itself before we can really determine, like, exactly what the the reason is for bringing it down and all that kind of yes. stuff. Um, I think we were going to make one more character. One more character. I think that'll round it out really well, having a party of four. Yeah. Okay. So this character, um, it is my turn, I believe, to roll Ancestry. Mm-hmm. What kind of dice do I want to use? I'm not I'm I'm mad going, at these I'm, pink ones here. I'm going metal on, on these days for me. All right. Um, maybe since you're going on metal, I'm going to roll these. Um, they were described as Norse dice. Oh. Packaging. So I think that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go with these there, like a teal and silver and, yeah, I don't know. Gorgeous. Um, okay, so I'm going to do that. I also have teal and silver, effectively, for my metal dice. Oh, nice. Yeah, mine look like that. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I'm rolling a D8, correct? Yes. Yep. Roll a four. Four. Uh, well, this is another mutant animal from After the Bomb. Dang it. <laughs> it's so varied though. I was I was really hoping we would get transdimensional TMNT because I want a dinosaur person, but this'll be fine. Yeah, we got to roll a lot on your heroes and limited tables, and I only got to roll on my L5R one once so far. I think there's only one entry for L5R in there though. I know. Not too many random tables in L5R from what, what we've seen. No, but I thought it gave us a lot of good information about slam poetry. So that's very true. Okay, so uh, roll me a D100. Okay. This will give us the type of animal. 90. 90. Uh, That's a mammal. I almost want to 
push that into the other animals list, but uh, it's up to you. We can. That's like, fine. Because like it's one to 20 is a bird. Mm-hmm. 21 to 90 is a mammal and 91 plus is other. And that feels annoyingly centric for animals. Yeah, we had a mammal last time. Yeah, so let's do uh, others. Okay. This, this will make it interesting. So give me another D100 roll. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say 91. Other. Yeah. Because we can do what we want. We can, we're fudging the rolls a little bit. This one, I got 66. 66. Ooh, a snake. We got a snake person on our hands here. Snake person. Okay. Yeah. Sexy lady snakes. Uh, okay. So we have a right. snake person. Next. Love it. Class. Class. All right. I'll give us a D8 roll for class. I rolled a one. So this is a traditional uh, D&D class. Let's see what we get. So it's one through 13 of the 13 base classes, including uh, Artificer. Okay. So should I roll a D20? If you want. Okay. Rolled a 14, which we said we should re-roll. Yeah. I got a 13. 13. All right. What does that translate to? Let me see ye old table here. Uh, they, they are a wizard. All right. Got a lot of magic users happening here. I know. All right. Uh, traits and personality. All right. Get one to three of these. This is a D2 plus one, right? This is just a D3. Oh. D3. One. One trait. Okay. Not a problem. I guess. Boring. Uh, uh, boring. Right. So... So this is a 1d6. D6. Come on, 6. 1. Okay, so a D&D random trait. Very boring, but that's okay. And this is just a D100 roll. 86. 86? They are lazy. Oh, okay. It's a lazy lazy snake. A lazy Lazy snake snake wizard. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I guess backstory, D2 plus one. D2 plus one. All right. Um, I have a D2 now. Oh, okay. Uh, that is two backstories. Roll the one plus one. And then I'm going to roll my, my blue and green and my alien D10. Well, alien bronze and green monstrosity. Put a hole through my table here with these dice. Uh, four and a seven. So that gives us. Uh, oh, ultimate. interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, both of these are from the Ultimate uh, Character Backstory Guide, Expanded Genres Edition. Um, the four is a D20 question table. Uh, so we have to roll for genre there. And the seven is secrets. So this person has a secret. Okay. All right. So. Do you want to roll on which genre we're going to roll on for this person? Sure. What am I rolling? Uh, 1d6. Don't throw the dice. I got a six. Six. Okay. That's a Western. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so now we roll 1d20 to see what question we answer for this. Uh, that's a 20. 20. Okay. Where has your character sworn never to go? What could cause them to reconsider? Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so let's um, roll our secret too, and then maybe we can put all this together. Yeah. Uh, so the secret is on page 307. All right, so this one requires a deck of cards. Okay. Do you have a deck of cards? I do. I've got my uh, my shiny Sailor Moon okay. uh, deck of cards. You have to draw one D4 card, so let me roll a D4. Thank you. I was like looking for my four, but this is that weird one. Two. Two. So we're drawing two cards. So this isn't a huge secret. So one to two cards in this book says, you might experience shame or embarrassment if the secret comes out. This is uncomfortable, but temporary. Okay. Okay. So it's not, it's not too huge of a secret, mm-hmm. uh, but let's see what it has something to do with. Okay. So it is a red four and a black six. So looking at the table, red four mm-hmm. says you allowed an injustice to go unanswered. Ooh, in a Western? In a Western, yeah. Okay. And Black Six is people close to you, whether they were aware or not, kept encountering danger for reasons related to your secret. People close to you, sorry, what? People close to you, whether they were aware or not, kept encountering danger for reasons related to your secret. So these are compelling reasons to keep the secret. Okay, and I'm sorry, you said uh, getting two was a minor, not a minor secret, but like one, uh, two. You might experience shame or embarrassment if it comes out. Oh. So to keep the secret, we allowed an injustice to go unanswered. Um, and also uh, people close to us keep encountering danger. Keep uh, yeah, They keep encountering danger because of our secret. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What, Does that what have something to do with where we've sworn never to go? It kind of feels like it should, right? It has to, yeah. Like there's like some memory or something associated with or where this injustice happened or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, I wonder if we need to know a little bit more about the world. Yeah. Uh, to fully answer this question here. It's possible. I also wonder if some of it has something to do with this laziness. Oh, With like yeah. the reason that it went unanswered was because it was like hard. That could be. Like, what if because of their laziness, something bad happened? Right. Like, due to inaction, right? they could have prevented... Like, like this is almost like the Spider-Man, Uncle Ben sort of thing, right? Except not as big. Yeah. Um, it's, not my, it's not my problem to deal with, even though I could fix it right here, but... Right. Yeah, or like we took some kind of shortcut or something that resulted in this. Yeah. Yeah. Something bad happened because we were lazy. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's look at our flare. I do like that. I love flare. Okay, so flare, we are going to roll 1d4 plus 1. The d4 is, drum roll please, a 4. Oh, do we have 4 or 5 flare then? The d4 was a 4, so it's 5. Oh, yeah, 5 flare. Nice. All right, you want me to roll a couple of these? Uh, yeah, why don't you roll 2 and I'll roll 2? Yeah. These are D10s. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I didn't get a 10. Okay. It was, all right. It was a nine. I got a nine. Yeah. Well, you want to roll three of them all together? Mm-hmm. No, we got a D4. Because we, we get five flares. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, five flares. So okay. I will roll three and you roll two. Yeah. I got a nine, I got an eight, and another nine. Interesting. Okay. Okay, so I got a four and a zero. Well, a zero is ten, so roll again yep. and roll so twice. Roll again, roll twice. So that zero turns into a seven, which is Temple of a Thousand Swords. Yes. Swords are the new hats, as we say. Oh, so we get two swords, basically. Yeah. So you got a 10 and then that rolled into what? Sorry. Um, 10 rolled into uh, 7. Okay. Uh, and I also got a 4. So they also get a random super ability. And then number 8, uh, unusual physical characteristics from Heroes yep. Unlimited. Ugh. <laughs> so many Heroes Unlimited ones. I know. Well, it makes sense when you're talking about a game that that does let you roll an entire character practically with random tables. Yeah. But also, like, I brought so many random tables to the table, Ryan. Like, I was like, here are books upon books upon books. We, we rolled a lot of those. There are some tables. books that we didn't even I use. know. I'm so sad we didn't get to all of them. Like, we didn't use anything from Grimhack. We didn't use anything from Strat. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten to world building yet. Whew, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'm going to take roll and play. Um, That was appearances and features, page nine. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to start with the two nines then here. Sure. Uh, appearances and features. Could you roll me a d20? I absolutely can. Um, I am going to be using my alien die because it's like kind of snake-like, I guess, with the green and the oh, whatnot. Yeah. That works. So 12. 12. Their nose has clearly been broken multiple times. Oh. Which is weird for a snake. Yeah, I know. They smell with their tongues. <laughs> All right, I'm going to roll um, on this table as well. And I also am going to get um, get out one of my green kind of like swirly. Oh, there you go. Nice here for this snakey dude. Uh, I got an eight. They have wild, straggly hair. Twigs and some insects have made a home in their mane. A wild. Yeah. Okay. A lazy wizard snake person. That makes sense. So, like, they just get stuff in their hair and they're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. That's too much effort to get this up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I've got prestidigitation, but yeah. why? Why even waste the the... Right. <laughs> the effort. Okay, so um, the Heroes Unlimited um, random super ability. Okay, yep. Right. Yep, so that's the Wait, no, four. hold on. Oh, hold wait. on. Are hold we on. looking at... Okay, we're looking at the trait, right? Well, we got the an eight and a four, so we have, to, we have to do both. So. Let's do the unusual physical characteristics first, because that's okay. pretty easy. I got a 66. Okay. So that's on page, what page is that? Um, uh, 159. 159. All right, so 66 translate to prehensile feet and toes. What? <laughs> For a snake, that would be a prehensile lower body, right? Well, it's a snake person. Snake person. Oh, yeah, that's true. And. I'd like to remind you that the Naga in L5R um, can can have legs. 
That's true. The Yuan-T as well, uh, the snake people in D&D, also have a variety of uh, leg or legless individuals. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they've got prehensile feet or legs. Gross. Oh, feet and toes, not feet and legs. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. And then you need to roll your uh, random... Super ability. Super ability. Do you want me to do a D2 for that? Yeah, D2 D2 it up. All right. Cool. Uh, it's a two. Okay, so that's a major super ability. And a 39 is rolled. Oh, animal abilities. Okay. Let me see what this means. Okay, so we get to roll a random animal type on what sort of animal abilities this character has. Okay. So what do we roll for that? Uh, It's a D100. Okay. 95. Interesting. Reptile. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this power gives humanoid characters the traits, abilities, and instincts of a particular type of animal. Um, It doesn't actually transform them into that animal, which is not a problem here. Um, <laughs> well, I love it. it. Sounds like a human character, but like we don't have a totally human character, we right? Have a, humanoid, so, humanoid, humanoid, right? Yeah. Well, okay, all right. So they've got feet and toes, so we know that much at least. This um, character is disappointing. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. This character can also control to a limited degree any animals that fall into this category. Okay, um, so they can also control reptiles to a limited degree. Um, which is interesting. It's like basic commands and stuff, like go, okay. stop, whatever. Okay, so you could you could find an army of snakes and like, yeah, set them to squeeze your enemies to death or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, I am gonna roll some swords. Yes, please. Where did Temple of a Thousand Swords go? Swords. Very, very, very interesting wizard. Let's here. find out what kind of swords we have. We have a 71. Um, do this down here. 71, which is a hemp rope sword. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't question the book. Don't question the book. It's a sword. It makes sense. And a 15, which is an emerald sword. Oh. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. Name. Okay, yes, 1d3. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll use the barrel die because I haven't had a chance to use that yet. Uh, that's a two. two. So that's that middle book, I believe. Yeah, it's the baby name wizard again. This so, one is a d1000 divided by four. Yep. Um, okay, that's really at the front of the book. Uh, two, page two. All right. <laughs> okay, well, page two doesn't actually have any names on it, so. Oh, interesting. Um, the names actually start on page uh, 20. Page 20? Yeah, okay. So, that's fine. Um, just roll again. I'll just roll again. Oh, what am I rolling here? I don't know. I'm rolling the wrong die. Okay. Remember when I said my 12-sided die in that set looks a lot like oh. a 10-sided die? Oh. 
Oh, I still rolled the same thing. Okay. Uh, 511 minus or divided by four. Page 127. Uh, give me a D8. All right. This is a beefy die. Oh, my goodness. Five. Uh, Ramona. Uh, nicknames Ray and Mo. Sisters Wanda, Jeannie. Or, sorry, Wanda, Janine, Roberta, Loretta, Dolores. Brothers Wendell, Gerald, Barton, Dwayne, and Marlon. Okay. Kind of like Wendell. Wendell? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting snake person name. Yeah, we can go with Wendell. Yeah. I think this is a Wendell. This is a Wendell. This feels Wendell to me. All right. Wendell. Okay. So we have Justine, Jaslyn, Decker, and Wendell. Amazing. Do we want to do some world building? What, What about Wendell? What about Wendell? Uh, do we need to define anything else about this lazy wizard that doesn't um, take care of themselves too well? Well, okay. So what we have is a um, snake person wizard uh, who is lazy, um, has some secrets. Um, this is the Western genre. Um, mm-hmm. uh, where is your character sworn never to go um, and what would cause reconsideration? Mm-hmm. We also know that they um, they might experience some shame or embarrassment if their secrets came out, that they allowed an injustice to go unanswered, um, and people close to them, aware or not, encountered danger related to that secret. Um, we didn't determine where that character has sworn never to go. We feel like it's related to that secret. I wasn't sure if we wanted to define more about the world before we decide where they can't go. Yeah, um, I think that would be a good idea. They also have a nose that has clearly been broken multiple times, um, Mm -hmm. prehensile feet and tails, straggly hair with twigs and insects in it. Um, They have reptile abilities, which allows them to do things that reptiles do, um, but also to control reptiles to a degree. Yes. Um, And they own two swords. One is made of hemp rope and one is an emerald sword. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. The Emerald Sword is very on brand with this type of uh, character. And I guess the the Hemp Rope Sword also. It feels like, right. Like feels right. Like, are they like kind of, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like a like a wizard burnout mm-mm. type character. I could see that. Like, like maybe they've got, maybe their secret is they have like a destiny or something like that. And like. They're, they're avoiding kind it. Of, they're kind of avoiding it. Yeah. I can see that working out well. Yeah. Wendell, what are you doing? Yeah. So maybe like where where they have to go is like they're supposed to go somewhere to like report for their destiny. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there was some kind of prophecy and they were like, you're going to go there. You're going to do this thing. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to write that in here. Oh, that sounds good. I'm going to write that they're, they're, they've sworn never to go fulfill their destiny. And what would cause them to reconsider? Um, I'm going to write, for now, I'm going to write the friends we made along the way. Because I think maybe these other characters can help Wendell. You know? Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think that'll work. Okay. Uh, let's do some world building. Okay. Call to action. Yeah, like that. I feel like now with this episode, with these 
the second group of characters, mm-hmm. we definitely hit a little more of a stride. I think these ones are a lot less clunky than that yes. first episode in the series. Um, no less bizarre at all by any means, um, <laughs> but a little less clunky. They, I feel yeah. like we're, we're getting to it. I really like this process. I like the characters that we came up with. I, I like how absurdly random it all is. It really is. It really, really is. I would love yeah. to do some bonus episodes. Um, people will hear the, the world building and stuff next week, but I would love to do some bonus episodes and maybe make more characters in this same world too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I envision us adding a character and then doing relationships with all the existing characters we've made and then just expanding that <laughs> Yeah, that like what grid. if we just keep building that world? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Over the course of like the next few years. <laughs> we might as well. We should. We should. It sounds like it sounds like we can get some really bizarre stuff in there, and uh, making the sense of it all is going to be a lot of fun. So you can make uh, a new character each month. I know. Uh, we'll figure that out. Yeah, uh, that's, and, that's for and time. <laughs> I'm really excited uh, for what we have to offer, uh, and and that's going to be extra bonus content that we can throw out there on the five dollar feed. Uh, Mm -hmm. which is a perfect segue into what we need to talk about here. Uh, We have some calls to action. We do. Special Patreon Drive Edition, everybody. We do. But first, uh, I want to start off our calls to action again to remind our listeners to check out the 2023 Pro Healthcare Walks for Cancer link in Mm -hmm. the show notes. Um, I went over the details last week, but this is the primary form of funding for the company that I work for, um, particularly for the research institute um, and our oncology research that we do. Mm -hmm. So it would mean a lot to me if you would check it out. I think that we're doing a lot of really great work at a smaller community health organization. um, So your support for that would mean the world to me. Absolutely. Next up, we are still 72% of the way to our first goal as of this recording. Uh, Remember, if we hit that first goal, all $5 supporters will get a set of 3D6s, custom branded with the C3 logo colors and the cabin sketch C in place of the 6 on the dice. Uh, They are going to be gorgeous. I can't wait to see them in person. The the stuff that we got back from Chessex, so pretty, it's just so pretty. I love the colors and like, yeah. oh, I want them. I know. <laughs> We're I gonna them. have a whole bunch of them soon. People, uh, please so, back us because I really, really want them. I really, yeah, I really want them. I really want to give uh, give them to some people. Uh, but in the meantime, I really wanted to highlight one of our tiers this episode: the one dollar one shot tier. We are really excited about obviously all of the things that we're offering on Patreon. Um, but this tier honestly has a lot of stuff for only a dollar a month because we really so wanted much. to make it so that it was worth it, um, even if you could only do a little bit. Yeah. So by signing up for this tier, um, you get not only our bonus chit chat podcast, which is an extra hour-ish, sometimes more, um, Mm -hmm. of entertainment every week. We did release one of those um, at the beginning of the month, if you want to hear kind of what those sound like. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also get access to special Discord channels on our Discord server, where you can chat exclusively with us and other patrons. Um, And in this channel, we help you with your characters and world building ideas, as well as 
um, we have a safe space to just chat with other great folks um, that are supporting the show and honestly really supporting each other. There's a lot of that happening yeah, in our um, patron section of our Discord server too. It's, yeah. it's very sweet. It's so wonderful to see. Um, you also get any bonus outtakes from the episodes released every week. And also a, a brand new perk that we just added this last week, our character sheets. Uh, we can promise to upload our sheets at the end of every series going forward. We'll try to get sheets from all of our guests, but, you know, we can't make promises on that end because sometimes people forget or or they were just not keeping track entirely. There's all sorts of factors that could go into not getting the guest sheets, but we'll try we to do what we can. don't want to ask more of the people that are giving us their time either. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> if they have them and they're able to upload it, that's fine. If not, mm -hmm. uh, at least you'll get ours, which is great. Um, and we'll also be going through our backlog of episodes and posting all the sheets that we have from all of those series. Um, it's, it's really a great way to see how everything kind of comes together, uh, as well as getting a glimpse of what the character sheets actually look like for some of these games that are new to you. Definitely. I think I've been going back through the ones that I have um, and trying mm -hmm. to kind of, some of them I, I only had paper sheets too, so I went put them into a digital format too um and it's it's been kind of fun to see there are a few i have that i can't make sense of what i was writing um so i can't really <laughs> recreate very well but uh some of it's really cool to be like oh yeah i did do that didn't i mm -hmm. that was a silly choice yeah absolutely <laughs> in addition to all of that you'll also get a thank you personally for your support we are incredibly thankful to all of our listeners as well but especially those wonderful and generous folks who are currently helping us tremendously um and helping us be able to make this show mm -hmm. and honestly getting us closer to those sweet sweet dice i know we are so glad to have you here lieutenant thank you for supporting us thank you djg aka tigranosaurus your support brings us a lot of joy eric bonds thank you so much shadim cabal you rock thank you daryl holiday the second many thanks to you thank you to the shyest barbarian Thank you to Benjamin Sweeney. Thank you, Lorcan McGinnis. We couldn't do this without you. Rob Fletcher, we appreciate your support. Thank you. Kevin Brown, uh, you shouldn't have, but we are so glad that you did. Thank you, Tentacle Duck. Your support and username bring us so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John Adamus. Uh, your support means so much to us as well. We are glad to have you here, A3 Sketchpad. Thank you for supporting us. Cole McCallum, thank you so much. Carlos Salazar, thank you. Eric S., thank you for your brand new support this month. And Ross Kingston, thank you so much as well for joining this month. And thank you to all of our future patrons. Your support means so much to us and will help us make this show even better the more support that we end up getting. Again, join us at patreon.com slash character creation cast and find out about all the cool stuff that we have going on. There's really no better time than right now to sign up for the Patreon. Even a dollar a month will help us out. So please check it out if you are able to. As always, if you want to help us out in a non-monetary way, please feel free to leave us a review. We don't have any more of those right now either. Mm -hmm. um, you can do that at Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Podcast Addict. But we also very much appreciate your reviews. 
And until next time, take care, everyone. Stay safe, drink some water, relax your shoulders, and keep making those amazing people. We'll see you next time. Creation Cast is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network and can be found online at www.charactercreationcast.com. Head to the website to get more information on our hosts, this show, and even our press kit. Character Creation Cast can be found on Twitter at CreationCast or on our Discord server at discord.charactercreationcast.com. I'm one of your hosts, Amelia Antrim, and I can be found on Twitter at Ginger Reckoning or on my other podcast, Garbage of the Five Rings. Our other host, Ryan Bolter, can be found on Twitter at Lord Neptune or online at lordneptune.com. Music for this episode is used with a Creative Commons license or with permission from the podcast it originated from. Further information can be found within the show notes. Our main theme music is Hero Remix by Steve Combs and is used with a Creative Commons license. This podcast is owned by us, under Creative Commons. This episode was edited by the absolutely fantastic Ryan Bolter. Further information for the game system used in today's guests can also be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support our show, find us on Patreon. Get access to bonus episodes, extra outtakes, and much, much more at patreon.com slash character creation cast. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we find the best part of any role-playing game is character creation. So go out there and create some amazing people. We'll see you next time.